Welcome back to Over the Border, episode 26. We're back. Took took a week, week and a bit off. We're back, kind of trying to figure out the summer schedules. But we're back and better than ever. I'm in a good mood. I'm here as per usual with the boys, Kyle and Ryan. Kyle, I'll throw it over to you first. How are you feeling tonight? Feeling a lot better. You know, I missed a couple episodes. I was on the COVID list, got over that. Now we're in the heat of the NHL and NBA playoffs. Electric time for sports. Footy's coming to an end, too. I'm a big footy guy these days. We've got baseball going on. Big Lots of action guy. out there. But the NHL playoffs so far have been incredible. We'll get into some of the games that happened over the past week, especially the Rangers-Pens Game 7, which is one of the best hockey games I've watched. But I'll throw it over to Ryan. How are you doing? You know, overall, for once, I can say it's been a great mood. The Premier League season, sad that it's come to an end. Couldn't be freaking happier that United season going to be over. Uh, I appreciate, Kyle, you checking out on me when United lost uh, 4 nothing about a week and a half ago to Brighton. I, uh, it, it was a tough time, but... I also had Brighton draw no bet, but... Yeah, I, I know. I, I did say it was a great play before the game. You did, you did. Because United were crap, or are crap mm-hmm. still. Uh, just the Gea even came out and said that if it wasn't for Cristiano Ronaldo, they would have been fighting relegation this year. That is wise words from a wise man. But side news, the Habs got the first overall pick in Montreal. So I could gladly say that my plan has worked to perfection from episode one to episode 26 now, as we have officially tanked for the first overall pick. So I am. I gotta say, I gotta give you credit for that. You called that from uh, the start. So credit to you. Hey, the Habs should should hire me as a scout. Oh, yeah, you checked the box of being a francophone. (laughs) So you're already halfway there. Yeah, exactly. I already beat out about half of the candidates that are just pure English. But, you know, great mood. CPL this weekend. Definitely going to have a couple plays for that. But MLB, and we are red hot in MLB. Before we get into this week's episode, a quick recap of picks from last week. I went 2-3. and three. I'm 49.5% overall. Ryan went 2-4 and four with three postponed games. He's 46% overall. And Justin went 0-0 with two postponed games overall, 48%. Overall, and as a pod, we went four and seven, and we're at forty-eight point one percent overall. Justin, let's get into coast to coast. We're gonna start off as per usual with coast to coast recapping news across Canadian sports. As you all know, if you've been an avid listener, we normally start in the NHL. And for the first time, we've got news for every team. We're going to start on the West Coast with the Vancouver Canucks as the draft lottery has happened and the first round is concluded, as Kyle said off the top of the show. The Canucks landed the 15th overall pick. They didn't move. The Oilers beat LA in Game 7. Game 1 tonight against Calgary in the second round. The Battle of Alberta should be electric. Kyle's or Kyle Ryan was saying he was looking at tickets and uh, in the absolute nosebleeds it's 300 bucks a game so if you don't got a lot of coin it looks like you can't go watch uh, the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs but that should be electric while we're on the Battle of Alberta why don't we give a little preview as to how we think the series is going to go all right I can go first um, I got Calgary in six I think that uh Edmonton will be able to steal a couple games because there's going to be so much passion. One, it's 
second round of the playoffs. So they're battling for the cup, but there's also the pride of the battle of Alberta. But I think that Calgary is built for the playoffs. They've got a coach that's been there before and I give the edge to Calgary in net. I don't think that uh, Edmonton's goaltending tandem uh, will hold up this in the second round. I think this is where Edmonton kind of falls apart and they had some good depth scoring <clears throat> early in the first round, but it kind of tapered off and the big guys had to really show up. And I don't know if, uh, they can carry them past a team as deep as Calgary. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I think what it's really going to come down to is goaltending. And obviously, you got to definitely give Calgary the edge with Markstrom, veteran goalie who has had a great season. I think he's going to be able to carry them past this series. But at the same time, I think it's going to be a very tight series. Obviously, we saw how much McDavid can turn it on. He's figured it out in the playoffs. He basically carried the team past uh, LA in the first round. I don't think they're going to be able to get past Calgary. I think this goes seven. So I'm going to take Calgary in seven. My, mine's a bit biased as in my bracket, I have the Flames winning it. So I'm going to back the Flames in this one. I, I agree with Kyle. I think it's going to be a long and tough series. You guys remember though, in the Flames and Dallas series, Ottinger is the only reason why that went to seven games. If it was for any other goalie in that suit, if for the Stars, I think the Flames would have maybe won that in five or six. So at the end of the day, it's a goaltender battle between Markstrom and Smith. And Markstrom is just by far, I think, the better goalie. Smith Smith has carried his weight in the playoffs, but is he going to maintain that against this, I don't know, pretty hot offense of the Calgary Flames averaging nearly 40 to 50 shots a game? I think the I think the Flames win this in seven. I like the takes. Moving along, we've got the Jets. They landed the 14th overall pick. Again, no movement. The Sens stayed at seven. And the Toronto Maple Leafs are golfing. That what was a electric. great game, though. Electric. Fantastic game. What an awesome game. I mean, on top of... Uh, not Montreal. They didn't make the playoffs. But on top of Toronto losing in the playoffs, just that game by itself was just awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. A great game seven. Game sevens are already electric as is, but super tight game, uh, super tight series. Tampa looked like they were almost too gassed at the start of the series. I wasn't sure if they were going to be able to do it. But, of course, they pull it out in all-time fashion against the Leafs, and it's great to see the Leafs go down again. It's Not, uh, someone by the name of Vasilevsky is uh, a huge reason why I think. Correction. Correction. Nick Paul. The Ottawa Senators beat the Leafs in the first round of the playoffs. Nick Paul. Game seven. Hero. But yeah, Vasilevsky was unbelievable. And uh, so that's kind of where I see going back to the Edmonton Calgary series. That's kind of what I see happening. You know, Jack Campbell. He's a good enough goalie to win you some games in the regular season, but not a good enough goalie to win in the playoffs, and that's what I see with Mike Smith. Where do and, you go now as if you're that organization? Though? I don't know. Because Shan- nothing has worked. Shanahan came out and said that there's going to be no big movement. They're keeping Keefe and they're keeping Dubas. And I'm pretty well, sure he, he said he, that like the stars are going to be safe. You have to ride it out at this point. Do you? I that think... team just, just doesn't have the depth to ever make a run. That's the biggest difference. They have the star power. You know, they've got guys that are superstars in this league, but they don't have the depth. You look at Tampa's in such an easy team to compare them to because Tampa has superstars, but they also have the depth. Toronto's top 
six guys are paying them way too much and they don't have enough money to afford roster players that you're going to need come playoffs. Sure, regular season you'll be fine, but come playoffs you need all four lines clicking. Yeah, it's a fact. I mean, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with, but we were saying Nylander's got to be the one to go, right? He's the least productive of the... I would say Tavares. I feel like he had a he had a pretty decent playoff, did he not? But for the amount of money he's making, I mean, I think it's Tavares is the one that's got to go. But you can't. Are you going to strip the C off him? Well, it's not even that. You'll never be able to move that contract. Yeah, I was it's just, like the Carey Price saying. contract. You can't move an eleven dollar contract on a guy who's aging. No one will take that on. The only way he moves is if they buy him out. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see what. Uh, the Leafs do in the off season. Enjoy the summer. Enjoy the sun. Maybe Austin Matthews will sh- shave that dirty stash and uh, he'll come back uh, like a new man. Maybe uh, score sixty five. What a bum! Anyway, Ryan hit it off the top of the show. The Montreal Canadiens landed the number one overall pick. They won the lottery. They were the odds-on favorite to win the lottery. But as Ryan said, the tank for Shane Wright is complete. Moving along to the National Lacrosse League. It's playoffs. Kyle has cl- has said many a time that he's good at betting it, but doesn't know the league very well. So wisely, he's staying away, letting things fall where they may, and he'll be back again maybe later in the playoffs or next season with some more winners for you. But going to the Farmers League, we've got Ryan with some picks in the MLS. Take it away. So this game is... Either t- t- late, uh, no, it's tomorrow. It's Montreal versus Nashville in Nashville. So as I've said in past episodes, Montreal is just a both teams to score and over wagon. Uh, when I've have played the MLS on my weekend cards, I ve- I rare I pick my spots and they have worked out. And Nashville at home is probably the toughest spot to go away and win, as they have one of the very few stadiums in the MLS that is only like footy dedicated so they're not sharing it with anyone else it's purely their stadium and Montreal is a team as I said they concede and score both goals and at away in Nashville I could see Montreal maybe scoring an early goal in the first half sitting back and letting Nashville soak up the uh, soak up all the attack it could be a 1-1 maybe 2-1 Nashville game I can't really pick a winner so going both teams to score at minus 105 almost even odds I like that Am I crazy, or do you have the impact in your MLS play every single week? Uh, almost. I, I try to play the impact, and there's goals. Fair enough. Certainly, certainly. Um, before we move on, there's no CPL lines out, unfortunately, but me and Ryan will have some tweeted out this weekend. There's games tomorrow. I shocked, looked I'm earlier, shocked. and there was no lines. There's no lines. No, I, I checked before we, we started. Yeah, no, I, I, there's, no, there's games Friday, not tomorrow. Oh, Friday. Well, Forge yeah. and, and, and Wanderers, I think, will be a good game. Yeah, looking forward we, to we, that. We so that take a look at our Twitter if you want those plays, but unfortunately we can't uh, give anything out before the lines are dropped. At DGen underscore picks and at Twigs Locks if you're curious. Um, anyway, let's get into some more NHL news. As I kind of alluded to, the draft lottery happened, and the one team to move up and benefit from the lottery was the New Jersey Devils. They moved up from 5-2, to two, so I think they will either be getting that Slovak kid or Shane Wright, I think. Um, maybe Logan Cooley, I don't know. I think they will be getting Logan Cooley. 
Those are those the are the American. those are kind of the three names that I've heard um, being thrown around in the top three. From what I gather, I think Shane Wright's a clear cut number one, but you never know. But yeah, so that's good for the for New Jersey. Kyle and I were watching the lottery together, hoping for this for a Sens miracle. That sucked. Anyway, moving on to the ser- the second round series for the rest of the league that aren't Canadian teams. Tampa is playing Florida in the Battle of Florida, and Tampa won Game 1 versus Florida in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, 4-1. Uh, Florida got off to an early lead in the first. Duclair scored a nice goal on a cross-crease pass, but Tampa, man, they just have it, you know? I don't There's know what else to say. Back-to-back champions. Yeah, and they even... They, I don't know if you guys watched the game, but I watched a good chunk of it, and they even got outplayed for most of the game. I thought Florida had the momentum playing at home. Vassy did stand in huge for them, but I think the biggest difference was that Bob just didn't have it, and that's one of the big reasons why I picked Tampa to win this series because, yeah, Bob can win some games in the regular season, but you look at how many goals the Panthers let in this season, one of the most... They score a lot, but they give up a lot. They're the team that came back from something crazy, a record-setting number of uh, 3 nothing, like when they were three down 3 nothing. Yep. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. And so I think that's going to ultimately be the difference. I think we're going to see a tight series. Kind of, It's kind of similar to the Battle of Alberta, as crazy as that sounds. More of an offensive series and less hard-hitting. But I think we're going to have a good one. I think Tampa pulls it out. You think if... Uh, struggles next game. You think they go to Spencer Knight? I think we could see it. I don't really see them losing the next game, but I wouldn't be shocked if we saw Knight in one of these games this series. Yeah, especially because it's the second round, so that's where having a goaltending tandem really benefits you when you go deeper in the playoffs because you're going to need a game or two out of your backup, I'd say, in each series, except for maybe the Stanley Cup final, because your starter's just going to get gassed, especially sp- when you're playing against Tampa or, you know, if you're Tampa playing against Florida, like team, a team that's just really offensive, your goalie's going to get a lot of work, so you're going to need a little bit of help. And I do, I agree, I think we see Spencer Knight. I don't know, I don't think we're going to see him in game two or three, but I think we could see him in game four if it's not an elimination game for Florida. And speaking of, Kutrov sorry, go ahead. Rest. Yesterday. Oh, that was an unbelievable goal. Yeah, first he undressed Ekblad, and then he just gave an absolute tap into mm-hmm. Perry back door. Yeah, that's what I meant. He undressed Ekblad, and then, yeah, backdoor feed. Gross. Speaking of goalie tandems, well, let's transition to the Colorado-St. Louis series because that is kind of why I do give the Blues an actual fighting chance in this series. They have arguably the best goalie tandem in the league with Bennington and Vili Husso. And, you know, everyone's counted the Blues out. I think the series line opened at Avalanche minus 540. I saw as high as that. Which, don't get me wrong, the Avs are a wagon. I don't need to go through their player list. Everyone knows how good they are. But the Blues are a team who won the Stanley Cup not too long ago. They have a lot of depth. Depth in goaltending. Strong back end. I think they're going to give them a fighting chance here. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know. I I think Colorado. I think Colorado wins it in six. I I, I think Colorado. I do think six. the Blues are built for the playoffs, which is why I don't count them out. So if you're like trying to find a parlay piece with the Blues, maybe one and a half or whatever, I think that's fantastic. 
But at the end of the day, I just think the Avalanche might be too much. I could see it going seven. I really do. But I think Avs win this in six. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Avs outshot the Blues 54-25 to in game one, and it went to overtime. So, I don't know. I think Kyle might be on to something. I think, I think it is going to be a tighter series than people are giving the Blues credit for, but I, I, I do think the Avs are too good to, to fall to the Blues. Um, moving on, we've got the Rangers and the Hurricanes. The first game is tonight. Who do you guys got in that series? I got the Hurricanes. I'm going with the Chalk. I just think they have a stronger lineup, plus they're at home atmosphere. They're one of the best home teams. You look at their series against Boston, every game in rally they won. The crowd is going crazy. People tailgating before the games. Everyone's fucking hammered. They got the um, storm fucking horn. I don't know what you call it, siren, whatever, before the game. The building gets crazy. And I've been on the cane since the start of the season. I gave them out as one of my cup picks. I think it's going to be a close series. I think Vegas had the line pretty spot on. They put the Canes at minus 180. But uh, I just think the Rangers don't have enough experience to get it done. And looking at game one, the Rangers are actually up one nothing. But yeah, I think Canes in six would be my call. I was Here's gonna, the thing, oh, though, with the Rangers. I was going to say the the Rangers in six. But Here's the thing with the Rangers. You have someone named Igor Shosturkin. So... And you like I saw a couple. But did you watch? Series. Did you watch I, that first series? He. I did. I yeah, did. He, and I was just. He I was kind of did help say. them win the series, but he didn't play that well, honestly. So go. I, well, here's here's what I was gonna say. I saw a stat and it showed the expected goals saved throughout the seven games between the two goalies. And the first three games, Igor was honestly pretty poor, but when it came down to elimination games, when they were down three one, and two one. He was by far the best goalie on the ice and perhaps in the playoffs. Well, so let's can, let's be honest he, he, here. He's playing against Louis Domingue, a third string goalie. I think if Pittsburgh has any better goalie, they win that series easily. Oh, 100%. And if Crosby doesn't I, get I, hurt I agree, this I agree. time, he missed a game. Well, Crosby still played game seven. Yeah. Like they, they had they had their healthy lineup game seven, but Jari still played. He played play game seven, but he wasn't himself. Like he was clearly like no, still. I, hurt, I, I, I completely agree with you. If they have. Either Casey DeSmith or Jari in that series, the entire series, they win that series without any doubt. But of course, with spicy pork and broccoli and that, it's not going to go so well. But Igor Shosturkin in the games that they had to win, elimination games, he played above expected uh, than what anyone like than all the stats said. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't doubt what you're saying. He can, he does, he is he, good enough he can, to carry he, them yeah, exactly. past that, that, That's yeah. my point. I agree He's with good that. enough to carry a team through a series. I agree. But my pick, Canes in seven. I, I, this could be a very similar one to the Bruins, where the home team wins each game. So at the end of the day, who's home? Who's got home ice advantage? The Canes. Give me the Canes. I'm taking the Rangers in six. I don't think that Carolina's goaltending is going to be good enough. But let's let's move along. We got some picks for you, Kyle. Why don't you lead us off? I've got one pick, and I'm the only guy on the Blues. And I absolutely love this pick. I gave it out uh, before the series started on Twitter. But they lost game one, so you can get even better value now. Blues series plus 2.5. The line's at plus 120. I'd be shocked if the Blues don't 
win two games. I think it goes I think it goes at least to game six. Blues plus two point five. That's my play on the series. Alright, I've got one NHL play. It's tonight, and I'm taking the Flames Oilers under six and a half. I think that this series is gonna see a lot of offense, but I think tonight it's going to be about setting the tone physically, setting the tone, the defensive tone, and I think that uh, I think that we see a low-scoring game. I, I think this is going to be like three-two Calgary, if I had to guess. Um, I'm taking under six and a half. I like that play. I'm adding that to my card. I like that play. I just think, I, I just think it's oh, scre- no, sorry. I just think it screams like I'm going to take your head off, not I'm going to fill the net. You know what I mean? Just because I was actually looking at like a a penalty minute prop, I couldn't find one, but I was literally taking Chuck over half penalty tonight would be perfect. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. But my pick, I took it. I took it yesterday. Lightning were plus one four six on Kuba yesterday. Today for game two tomorrow, they're only at plus one thirty three. But this is simply you're giving me the defending champions and. I believe that the Lightning do win this series. So if you're going to give me them at plus money, especially at this value, I'm simply just going to take it. It's going to be a, I do think this is going to be a way closer game tomorrow. But if Bobrovsky's off his game, you're off the case, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky! Give me the Lightning money line. All right, and we've got a little bit of NFL news. Kyle, do you want to take it away? <laughs> well, I didn't get a chance to talk about my Eagles. Thank um, God. Not for the draft. But I need to comment on them now because they're having an incredible offseason. Obviously, A.J. Brown, we killed the draft too. We got an extra first rounder. And then cherry on top, today we sign former New York Giant quarter, uh, cornerback James Bradbury. One year, $10 million. It's a huge addition. He's a Pro Bowl cornerback. We needed help on defense in our secondary. He's going to be a huge boost. And all I'm going to say is watch out for the Eagles this year. I'm probably setting my expectations way too high and I'm going to get disappointed, but I am very excited for this coming NFL season. Join the Sounds club. Like we've United got Jackets. Fans. Yeah, but the difference is we've won in the past five years. So. True. Yeah. Actually, yeah, they won in 2017, right? United won in 2017. Europa. Europa. I think that was more a shot at me, but whatever. We don't need to talk about it. But Kyle, you got some basketball plays. Why don't you give us those before we uh, motor on through? I got two picks. First play, we're going with Celtics series plus 125. I think this is going to be a very tight series. Celtics lost game one at Miami. They had Al Horford out with COVID protocol. They still managed to keep it pretty close after missing a ton of free throws. I think the game evens out. I'm fine with the Celtics dropping one on the road. If Horford's back for game two, it's going to bolster their lineup. Celtics series plus 125. I think there's a lot of value. My other play, Mavs Warriors under 214.5. Uh, that game's tonight. I think everyone is expecting a high-scoring series. Unders and NBA playoffs are a great play, especially a team like the Warriors. Everyone thinks tons of points. I think we see a closer defensive game. I like the under. <clears throat> and let's move along. I don't have any picks, but Ryan, you've got some MLB. Take it away, bud. I've 
He's go gaming. This is a all New York parlay that the Yankees and the Mets tomorrow. Uh, the Yankees played the Orioles. I don't really have to say much. The Orioles are a bit better than what people probably would assume. But Montgomery versus Zimmerman tomorrow, and the Yankees are the hottest. Like this, I, I like honestly it kills for me to say this, but the Yankees are the hottest team in the league right now. The bats have just been an absolute explosion with Rizzo, Stan, and Judge just absolutely hitting bombs every night. So give me the Yanks, and then the Mets play the Cardinals. They've got. So they're Daniel Hudson for the Cardinals versus oh who is it again for the Mets? Uh Chris Bassett. And Chris Bassett's actually been surprisingly good this year after leaving Oakland. I guess if you're on Oakland, you'd probably look bad because it's the triple A team of the MLB now. But as simple as that, Yanks Mets, money line parlay plus one four one. It's probably it's the only MLB. We're seven and three this year, so we're looking to stay hot. Let's transition now into the listener pick segment. Kyle, take it away. Last week, Joel, unfortunately, was on lightning money line in game three. They lost, so he's out. Shane was unable to give a pick, but he got a free pass because we waited last minute. Uh, This week, we got Shane taking the Hurricanes money line in regulation. And it was going to be Ryan. We waited last minute. He's out in the bush. Shout out Ryan. So we're going to give him a free pass this week and try and give him some notice. So we got one play this week, Shane on the Hurricanes in regulation. All right. Let's transition now into the $100 bankroll challenge. To recap last time, I'm out. Obviously, I've been out for a while. Kyle has $62.89 left after going 0-2, minus $20. Um, and then Ryan has $38.03 left after going 1-1 one one down $2.42. Kyle, what plays do you have this week? This week, I'm going all Premier League. I'm going shot for shot with Mr. Soccer himself. Okay. Got two plays. First play, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, I'll be watching it during work. We're going to take Everton Moneyline minus 105 for $10 against Crystal Palace. Everton's battling to stay in the in the Premier League. It's a big game for them. I think this line screams that they're going to win. Palace isn't really playing for anything at this point. All over Everton. My other play, taking Brighton, draw no bet for $10. The game's on Saturday. It's the end of the season. Let's end it with some winners. So this is a bit off topic. Uh, I just got a notification on Twitter. So you know the the red lot where people have been viewing the games for the Flames? Yep. They've actually had to cancel that tonight because of the severe winds. It's actually like a storm outside right now. Jesus. So unfortunately, the red lot's going to be silent tonight. So everyone's going to be partying at the bars. So even better for Flames fans. So uh, I expect some riots tonight if the Flames lose. Be prepared. But now back to the bankroll challenge. I'm rocking majority prem with a cheeky MLB parlay. Uh, the Yanks and Mets parlay for $5 is one of my plays. And then my second play, Everton Palace, both teams to score. Kind of Kyle, I'm going off what Kyle said. Everton have everything to play for. One of the very few teams in the Premier League that haven't been relegated. So they need to win this game. But I do think that Patrick Vieira will have the lads 
someone motivated to play spoiler. Uh, they have, they do have talented guys on this team. Palace have had one of the best seasons in probably the last decade under Patrick Vieira. So give me both teams to score for $5. And then my two $10 plays, both parlays. Brentford over one and a half. They play Leeds. Leeds is a must-win game. I do lean both teams to score and over in that game. But parlay the over one and a half with West Ham, both teams to score. They're playing Brighton. Kyle's on Brighton. I, 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 like the, I like the hammers in this game, the irons. It's a big game. They have to win if they want to get Europa. Uh, unless if United loses and then they draw, they potentially even get in. But as of right now, it looks like they might be playing Euro, uh, European Conference League, which as a United fan, I want no part in. I'd rather be relegated than participate in that. So $10 on that plus odds. And then in my last play, Spurs money line versus the worst team in the Premier League, Norwich. And United, both teams to score, plus 104. United, you already know me. United is god-awful. They're going to concede against Crystal Palace. I hope they play some of the youngsters and they at least net one. So both of them, $10, looking to bounce back on the bank <laughs> challenge. All right, let's get into everybody's favorite segment, the lock of the week. To recap last week, Kyle and I both caught an L, but Ryan with a surprise winner, uh, bringing him to... 10 and 14, 10, 14 and 1. I'm 13, 11 and 1. And Kyle is at 13 and 12. My lock of the week this week is the Avs minus one and a half against, against the Blues in game two at plus 105. I think that uh, the, uh, the, holy shit, Justin, get it together. I think that the Avs um, come up to play again. And yeah, great I think fucking pick, man. I think that they get through. The oh blues my god! I just realized. Easily. Jesus Christ! That's my pick. Absolutely. Well, the good news is we're gonna get a win. I'm on the other side of him, so you can either take his dog shit explanation or you can take mine. I've gassed up the Blues the entire pod. In game one, they got outplayed severely. Still managed to keep it close and only lost in OT. I think they put forward a great response. Uh, in Colorado. I think they keep the game tight. I see them having a chance at winning this game, and at the very least, I think they'll keep it close. So my play is going to be Blues plus one and a half. So I'm actually on the Blues and I was under. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm not touching uh, the NHL for my lock of the week ever. We are going across the pond. Yesterday, I learned the difference between a train and a boat. I wrote this song before that. Train on the water, boat on the track. For probably the last time of the season, sad times. I hopefully, hopefully not. But we're going across the pond, and we are going to the east of not London, east of England. We're going to Norwich. Tottenham versus Norwich. Tottenham is fighting for Champions League spots. If you asked me a month ago, I would have told you Tottenham had no chance of qualifying for Champions League. Fast forward to now, United of Arsenal have both been absolutely rubbish. And Tottenham have been the complete opposite, getting points off Liverpool and Man City. So kudos to them. But my pick, this is what you guys want to hear for. Spurs to score in each half and minus one, two, three. They need to win to get Champions League. If they win, they get in. And they're playing Norwich, who are a championship side team. They're getting relegated. They're in last for a reason. I don't care that it's their last game at home. This game has more importance to Tottenham than it does to Norwich's 
pride or anything else. And I think Conte will get Harry Kane and Son and the rest of the lads, of course, absolutely fired up. They have scored in just under 50% uh, for each half in away games. And Norwich have conceded to all top six sides at home in each half. So I like our chances here. Sprinkle Harry Kane if you want with the Spurs win. I like them to score in both halves. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OverborderPod. Life's a gamble. Do you want to put the house on it? The boys are